would you rather run a business? So it's an on, it's not. Let's say you and I never met each other, and you decided to go into online online business on your own, set up your own online fitness business, and you're just going to get given an online fitness business today, right? You can either have one that some months does seven grand, some months does a grand, and some months does three grand, or you can have a business that does three point six thousand three three thousand six hundred every single month, like clockwork. Which would you pick? Hundred percent number two. So the stability. unless we know the the unless the swings are so wild that the average is much higher for the first one. So the three point six is just the average of the three numbers. Okay, so they're both three thousand six hundred, but the second one is consistent and the first one's random. Yeah. Yeah, that's a no-brainer. You want the consistency. You don't think there'd be some kind of like random reward with, it's like the first of March, you're like, ooh, might this be a seven grand month? Oh, that, that's what gets you, isn't it? That is literally what generates gambling addictions. Because um, there's that similar question of, would you rather have a million pounds now or 2p today, 4p tomorrow, 8p the next day, etc. for a month? Is there not an answer that's, do they both total to a million? No, so the doubling one goes to I can't remember the number now, but it it's gets crazy, doesn't large. it? Yeah, yeah. It's like it's to illustrate compounding, basically. Because I thought you were going to say the three thousand six hundred grows by one percent. Oh, I see. No, so it's I think like for in this example, the income across a year, let's say, is the same, or it's broadly the same. It's just how it occurs. Sure. So I've met people that have lives like that, where particularly fitness coaches who run workshops, and so they tend to do a lot in summer and then winter's quite quiet. So in summer, they might have three months in a row where they've generated 10, 20, 30 grand, and then nothing for eight to 10 months. That would drive me nuts. <laughs> it's just because there's this kind of responsibility to... So let's say you have a business that makes 50 grand a year. Would you rather, you're saying it would drive you nuts if you made the 50 grand on the 1st of January and then nothing for the rest of the year. Yeah, because it would feel like the rest of the year you're, you're being useless. It's funny, isn't it? Because it's actually just the same thing. Yeah. Like, it's, it's just it's you've totally got cus more, like, customers who are like managing your money for you. Yeah, that's true, isn't it? It's just my internal hang up of thinking if I've spent 11 months of the year, just, I suppose, cause you'd still be working, but just for no money. You're working to build up to the next 50 grand next January. Yeah. I suppose. That, so if that's, if all of your clients paid you upfront for the year on the 1st of January. I'm with you. I don't like the idea of it either. I would far rather it was spread. Even, even though, though financially thing. you could take that 50 grand and invest it in something. But that you could also invest like a percentage of your monthly income. Yeah, you, yeah. Over the very long term, doing that would be dollar cost averaging, which is generally a highly profitable re return strategy for mm -hmm. investing. To on the kind of medium term, if you were to say, okay, fifty grand, put it into corporate bonds, draw down a little bit each month, you wouldn't be able to live off the dividends, but it would certainly turn that fifty grand into fifty-five by the end of the year.
of course you've got to keep in mind like you have to ensure you have fenced off and liquid your bills for each month and it's and if volatility is high then you're drawing down on exactly yeah, yeah. so difficult so I, I think we both side towards this like stability aspect because there's a there are pension schemes where you just get an annuity so you just get like a monthly amount it's generally like public sector pension schemes you get like a monthly amount each month you don't have a big pension pot to draw down on you just get an amount of money each month and that's your pension all those pension schemes where like you've got to save up this big sum and then you can draw down bits of it or parts of it some of it's tax free but it's up to you to manage it and how you spend it and how you use it i think there's something quite nice about thinking you run a business where you just like from tomorrow you're just going to make three and a half grand a month every month well in and terms of planning happen. your outgoings as well because your outgoings are quite consistent well, they happen have, monthly typically they happen monthly you still have to pay energy bills you still have to pay for food and everything yeah it varies a little bit but it's not going to be zero one month and then 10 grand the next month yeah yeah and i think so much of the so much of the stuff on social media kind of results business results are the person that's had the in the example of the business it does seven then one then three it's the seven grand month and i think that's why so many testimonials are month are based on monthly income because no business like even like blue chip companies don't report monthly income they might report quarterly if they're publicly listed to the shareholders but that they don't come out and go, oh, we had a great month this month. It's here's our quarterly earnings report. Here's our forecast for Q2. Well, here's our like half, half year earnings. Because they're trying to signal to shareholders, we are a company that you should buy stock in and hold because of our long-term future projections, not yeah, just like, growing. yeah, not just, oh, we got lucky this month. Way like, <laughs> what, what, what do you do with that to the investors? We, I listened to something the other day, which was a guy called Andrew Craig. He's, he wrote a book about investing and he was throwing shade at some of these young 18 year old TikTok crypto influencers who he was saying, I've seen someone who said that he was making 20% a week on cryptocurrency. Clearly he'd only been doing it for two weeks or something, but I, I was tempted to say to him, if you're really making 20% a week, you realize that within a couple of years, you'd have more money than the entire world. <laughs> There is just no way that you can claim that kind of growth, but th this is why people, as you say, if you can do something over a short time frame, you build 273 pounds in a day, and then you go, I'm a six figure coach now. It doesn't work like that. You can't. <laughs> well, well as a company, you file accounts annually, don't you? Like people care about annual results, not monthly results or daily results. And that's why in the, like in the main webinar we have, I do a comparison, like a breakdown comparison of if you run a like monthly subscription recurring business as an online PT or a like charge up front high ticket business, you actually end up and you run the same business, both with 70 grand turnovers, you actually end up having far more profit in the recurring income business because there's less complexity, there's less ad spend, there's fewer calls, you have to work fewer hours. And it's only when you zoom out and look at it like that, does it start to look less appealing? because you haven't seen the, wow, I made 20 grand this month because I did a launch to my Instagram followers and a percentage of them bought. But that's the trouble the with this, these like comparisons is anyone can have 
like maybe you've not launched anything to your Instagram for a year, but you've just been posting content because you've been doing in-person PT. You start doing online coaching and so you offer free calls. In fact, this is exactly what happened to us, isn't it? Like you offer free calls, you get loads of free calls booked in. You manage to sell some people. But what you're actually doing there is cashing in on like months and months of trust that you build. Yeah, you're, you're taking the cream off the stuff that you've built over that time. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. as soon as you have to do that again, like the only way to do that again is to somehow replenish that pool of people really quickly and to sell the same thing to people who have never heard of you before just gets harder and harder. And then what you end up with is a business that does seven grand and then one grand. And that starts to look a lot less appealing than the business that starts off and does one grand, 1500, 1700, two, two and a half, three, three, 200, three, mm. 300, three, five, and grows in this kind of like input output way. I think it's just far more, far more enjoyable to run it like that. Cause you, as you say, you feel like you aren't just working for nothing. It's just because the gurus know that this is the case. And so if they can encourage someone who's built up a bit of brand equity to squeeze the lemon of their brand, convert all the sales in their audience and then say, oh, look at how many sales this guy made in the first month. Mm. But what's left out is they've squeezed the lemon now and they haven't got a way to generate new leads or to replenish that audience. And so now it's back to zero again, but they've got the testimonial by that point. So it doesn't matter. So it's not a very, it's not a very good way of running things. And as you say, the, to say this guy made X number of whatever this month, that's selling by emotion rather than with logic, you know, gets the cash symbols in their eyes when they see, oh, would you like to make a hundred grand in a month? And... There's also like a, in accounting the what's called the accruals concept, which just basically means like you, you recognize something in the period it relates to no matter when the cash is received. So if I said to you, like, I'll work with you for six months, but and, I, and it's, let me think of an example that makes sense. So I'm, I'm going to work with you for a year and it's 200 pounds a month, but you can pay up front. You can pay 2,200 pounds up front and save some money. So you make a 2,200 pound sale today. Actually, you would, in it from an accounting, from a business perspective, if you were a real company, you would recognize that monthly. You'd recognize that income monthly in your mm. accounts. But what people do on a testimonial is they might sell five of those people 2,200 pounds like committed cash for I've sold these people and I've made 10 grand in a day or whatever it is. Look at me. But actually all they've done is locked in five people for a year of coaching. And you still have to deliver on that for the next exactly. year. Exactly. Yeah. Which is very similar to the example we shared, wasn't it? Of you make 50 grand on the 1st of January and then make nothing else. Like you but might you've not make got 11 an 11 month holiday. You've just got <laughs> 11 months yeah. of working for free effectively. Yeah. So I think that's, it's something that I know we talk about it a lot, but I see that many other people like putting too much weight on it. And I think having some kind of predictability of like, how much am I likely to make next month? That's all to function of these three things and I can control these three things. So it's a current clients I have that are still paying me and then how many leads I generate and then how many of those leads convert into customers. And those are the kind of the things that I manage. Versus I might post the same amount of times on social media next month, but generate no calls and close no sales. So I've got to rely on the eight grand of cash up front I brought to January, mm. even though the income of those two businesses could be exactly the same at the end of the year. I'd still, I just think 
you'd be able to enjoy your Saturday morning far more. <laughs> Without this the looming sense of, like. of doom of, am I going to eat in six months time? So the kind of the practical takeaway for this is that we recommend charging monthly, regardless of whether that's one-to-one -one coaching or group coaching. When it, most people are used to paying things for monthly, usually mm. if you try and sell someone an upfront package, you then have to try and resell them onto it after the three month period or whatever, as opposed to if you say, look, it's this monthly rate, there's no minimum period, cancel whenever you want. People are used to paying for things in that way. And it's why we recommend mid or lower ticket because, and by that I'd say between 50 and 200 pounds per month for your coaching so that it doesn't fail the bank account test. The client doesn't get the bank notification of 3000 pounds has gone out again to this person. They don't look at it and go, Oh God, I really need to cancel that. Yeah. Instead, it's just a long-term thing. And it's not that you're slipping it by anyone, you know, the, you're, you're engaging with them, but it's, it gets the people on board who know that fitness is going to take a long time. It's a long-term game. Yeah. You want it to be like a, like if someone's going to pay a grand a year, for example, or 1200 quid a year, and it's a hundred pound a month, like you want them. I think that there'd be two very different conversations to the person who's saying I'm signing up for a monthly subscription service and it's a hundred pounds a month. If they end up paying 1200 quid at the end of the year, that's because they've really enjoyed it. Like they've had a really good experience and they've chosen to stay versus being forced to pay the 1200 upfront. I think there's, it, it just, it makes sense in some other industries. And we, if you ever inquired about our business coaching before, you'll know that we don't charge a recurring fee for that. And part of the reason for that is in personal training and online personal training, really what you're trying to create is a relationship where someone's working with you because you're holding them accountable. And they want this like multi-year long-term relationship where they don't have to think about their diet. They don't have to think about their training. They're in a group of people all doing the same thing. And if things go well, we'll just keep working with you because it simplifies that part of their life. With business mentoring, you don't really have that. Like it doesn't, we aren't going to be tweaking your business every month with you live for the next five years. I think if it's, that's what's happening, it doesn't make sense. And we failed in our, in our role as your mentor. Really We're installing a system with PB and that, that's the nature of the program is that the overview process that you might have seen in Johnny's video, it's installing that in your business. Once yeah. it's up and running, then yeah, we do have a backend program if you want to scale things further and do some of the advanced stuff, which is a monthly fee. And we want people to join that because they love the results so much that they choosing to continue working with us. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's a one-off fee for installing the system and we give you lifetime support for that because if things don't go to plan or if you need to troubleshoot anything, we're here to help you to get to that point. And we've put skin in the game by having the backend program so that we make sure that you get the results and therefore want to keep working with us. Yeah, exactly. So you pay the fee, you get lifetime access. And so we have, while we have a backend recurring program, like the people who are joining that, even though there's lifetime access to the main program anyway. So that's our way of saying, we think we're doing a good job because there's people in the back end. but it, we've had people on calls say, I can't believe you guys say charge recurring, but your business program isn't recurring. It's like the counter argument to that is, would you be happy charging 
a, an online fitness client a single fee up front and then giving them lifetime support for their diet and training like how does that feel and i think when people hear that they're like all right yeah fair enough like now i get how these things are different now i get that with fitness i'm charged i'm building this relationship where i know people say i don't want my clients to be dependent on me and that's not what we mean but we do want your clients to want to keep working with you we want them to continue to utilize the service because like we have had coaches for years ourselves because it just gets that off our plate like i don't have yeah. to think about what i'm doing in the gym later someone else has thought about that for me and I'm happy this to is about service this is about the relative value of different parts of the coaching spectrum so yeah the, we have coaches that we've been for years and it's not to fill a knowledge gap it's just to hand over that that at the thinking we can just have the objectivity and have someone keep us accountable but you want someone to be able to graduate from your coaching but they stay for the community and they stay for mm -hmm. the enjoyment so you've got accountability knowledge and objectivity and then you've also got the community aspect and so in the first couple of months of working with someone particularly if they're new to diet and training you're going to be imparting a lot of knowledge on them you're getting them up to speed with what is protein how to track my macros lifting technique all that kind of stuff not to track my macros not really weird but and then one, once they've done that then it's okay you're welcome to go off and do it on your own or for the behavioral elements of it stay with me so that's where the then you can track johnny's macros as well yeah that would be great actually Tra track any anyone who you want so yeah that's how the different and the different curves have different amounts of value depending on whether someone is six months into coaching with you or a year in yeah the community i think the community part of it really and we spoke about this on the last on the podcast where we talk about getting referrals that the value of someone just being able to message you privately can decrease quite quickly over time so once someone understands this is these are my macros this is how they get adjusted this is my training this is how that gets adjusted this is what happens when i have a diet break this is what happens when i have a deload when i go out to eat this is the strategy someone's kind of learned all of that been with you for six months say they start having the thought of i could just go do this on my own because what i'm doing is just messaging this person but if in the process of cancelling, they also lose access to the community that they chat in on a nighttime when they want to talk about their training and their diet with loads of other people on the same journey, suddenly it becomes like a missing out on something now. I'm like losing this thing that I really enjoy being part of. I'm losing being part of this group. Then it's a it becomes a reason why people stay for years, even though they don't actually need the diet adjustments anymore. So it, it's a case of building these things together. But all of this links into a subscription-based business for online PT. And I think it, it just works best when all these things work together because people want to keep paying and it delimits what they can pay as well. You don't have to like have this big fanfare of I need to rebuild them three grand again on a pushy sales call. You, they just keep paying as long as they want to stay. So if that sounds like a model that's appealing to you, have a look at the links in the description to this podcast. Johnny has a video that goes through the full process and how it fits together you're welcome to just watch that and implement it or if you want to have a chat with us and see about us helping you to implement it as well step by step then you can always book in a call with us speak to you soon